Welcome to the podcast for screw-ups. This is Wally. Uh, today is a Sunday. Uh, I'm coming to you live from the blue room. The blue room, uh, which I love to do, of course. <laughs> uh, won't know what to do when I'm not in the blue room. Uh, I'm going to read to you a little bit of uh, Mark 14, 66 through 72, and we'll end, fin- finally end chapter 14, if you've been tr- hanging in. Um, While Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she looked closely at him. You were also with that Nazarene, Jesus, she said. But he denied it. I do not know or understand what you're talking about, he said, and went out into the entryway. When the servant girl saw him there, she said again to those standing around, This fellow is one of them. Again, he denied it. After, After a little while, those standing near to Peter, surely you are one of them, you are a Galilean. He began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I do not know this man you're talking about. Immediately the rooster crowed the second time, then Peter remembered the word that had been spoken to him before the rooster crows twice, you will disown me three times. But he broke down and wept. Um, so, uh, Peter's moment to uh, fail, uh, screw up, it's pretty persistent. Um, it's almost like, why didn't he flee after the first time? Uh, flee, like, ultimately, or was he trying to hang close to Jesus uh, to see what happened to Jesus, uh, what would happen? Um, so that's interesting. Uh, and then the uh, weeping and the uh, breaking down, you know, just that utter disappointment. Um, anybody who has followed... I say anybody. I don't know. I don't know if everybody fails. Uh, I, I know everybody sins, but I don't know if everybody takes it bad and like it's crushing to them. Um, I know that feeling, and I've given up many times because of that feeling of uh, failure. Um, so, which is. Um, it's tough. It's tough to fail. Uh, it's tough to come back from failure. Uh, I know. So, and you know, Peter is the rock. Um, that's his nickname, you know. Um, so he has things to do still. Um, and I guess you could parallel him to. Uh, um, dang it! I can't think of his name. Judas. Um, you know, Judas. Uh, dies along with death after the remorse gets him I guess better for him to not been born which is rough rough talk um, so uh, it is cold here where I live um, I was thinking about this thing yesterday uh, that uh, why does your nose get red and the rest of your face doesn't get red when you're out in the cold when I was walking yesterday I noticed that uh, I don't know if I'm going to walk this morning. Uh, it was pretty tough to uh, be out in the cold walking yesterday. Uh, I'm not very tough, obviously. <laughs> uh, once again, drive home that whole point for myself. Uh, and I'm still trying to uh, fight off uh, all the sickness around. My mom's still sick. Uh, my brother's getting better, but still kind of sick. So... Uh, 
so. And then I'm coming off of the uh, COVID. Uh, supposedly had COVID, but I didn't have many symptoms, so, which is weird, you know, when you don't have symptoms, but they tell you have something. Uh, and, you know, you got to be careful when you have diabetes and things like that, like I do. So, you know, thinking about Peter this morning, thinking about him failing, uh, know what it's like uh, to fail. Um, then today's a church day. Uh, thankful for church. Uh, thankful to get to go to church. Uh, thankful to get to hang out with the guys today. Uh, we'll talk about Daniel, which is neat been trying to think about the new year uh, you know that whole starting the new year um, on the good foot uh, you know want to do that uh, and you know that he purposed in his heart things that he wasn't going to do uh, which is neat uh, and he's blessed for it you know in his appearance which is an interesting parallel, you know, to sin and how you look. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can see people wearing life and it's hard on them. Uh, and many times I would say it's because they're struggling with how they're living. Uh, but I probably wouldn't say that out loud. But it might be a thought that I have in my head. Um, so anyways, uh, how you live affects how you look, how you respond, how you live, you know, that whole, um, you living in sin, uh, it's not good for you. It's ultimately not good for your body. It's just not good for you. Um, so, you know, that's a warning, uh, I think in that, uh, you know, like it's like everything. You know, sin, uh, not doing what God wants you to do, is just bad for you. Uh, I know it's so basic, but uh, it's so true uh, that that it works out that way. Um, you know, and yet uh, there are people in this world who live wrong, uh, who are not good people, and have lots of success. Uh, you know health and wealth people say if you do certain things then you get something um, and I, I wasn't trying to make a parallel with the whole how you live uh, may wind up in your body because uh, uh, my guess is that people who live perfectly fine still have trouble physically or uh, whatever you know uh, sin has a high price on us uh, but also genetics uh, from your family, uh, passing down diseases. Uh, you know, it, it's one of those true things. So, uh, so yeah, uh, interesting. Um, so looking forward to today. Uh, looking forward to um, just church and singing and hearing the word and than talking about the Word. Uh, so those are, that's a, always a good day for me. Um, so, 
And then I need to clean the blue room. The blue room! The blue room! Uh, I need to, to uh, do some uh, repair. <laughs> uh, so, and then get ready for the week. Uh, you know, ready to work. Uh, have a chance to share this week. Uh, so I'll take that and hoping to be able to be uh, Wednesday at church. Uh, I've been trying to be there, but it's been tough for me uh, recently. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, hope you're well out there, whoever's listening. Um, um, still in love with... Uh, uh, listening to people talk about sports, uh, and one of those people is Jeffrey Lee. Uh, just have <laughs> had so much fun listening to him, uh, uh, and then th- all the talk of the uh, portal and all that stuff. Uh, and I, as an Auburn fan, I think it's because it's been good for Auburn just to like um, be able to get things better. I don't know how good they'll be, but. Um, they had some real holes and now they don't have as many holes. That's what that free agency type of thing is doing for them. Um, so, and I don't know if they'll get a quarterback or not. Uh, but like, uh, while I'm talking about sports, uh, the weekend, it's a playoff weekend. Uh, and uh, I have a giant TV now. So for some reason I levitated towards watching more football yesterday. Uh, cause I haven't been watching a lot of football. Uh, but I watched some of San Francisco and, um, whoever they played. <laughs> um, and then, you know, they have that quarterback that was drafted real low and then he's doing really good. Uh, uh, and then I watched the Jacksonville and the Chargers. Uh, and Jacksonville come, comes back and wins uh, at the end after lots of trouble, lots of interceptions, uh, which is interesting, you know. So it was fun to watch, I guess. Uh, and I sort of, you know, have, um, like, picking the games, uh, like, doing that, not for money purposes or anything, just to see if I get it right or not. Um, or, you know, something to talk about, um, You know, you wonder what the conversation will be with the fellas today, uh, if they care about that or if they care about other things or um, school starting or any of that stuff, you know. Um, and then, uh, you know, my mind goes to things like wanting to go to a basketball game and wanting to, uh, you know, just be a part of things for those guys. Um, baseball's coming. Uh, I think it's five weeks away. Uh, so and there's a lot of guys who play baseball um, uh, okay sorry I had a little uh, uh, blowing my nose incident um, so <laughs> Um, so that's always interesting. Uh, early morning uh, uh, maintenance for the day. Uh, so talked about today. 
maybe we'll read a little more of Mark while I got you here. Sorry for the slow computerism. Okay, Jesus before Pilate's where we're at, 15. Uh, God, so there's not much more to go in Mark. Uh, Very early in the morning, the chief priests with the elders, the teachers of the law, and the whole Sanhedrin made their plans. So that, that scene with, with uh, Peter was in the evening now we're in the morning uh, so they bound Jesus and they led him hand over to Pilate uh, which by the way uh, that the scene before G, uh, Peter uh, does his denying uh, Jesus is hit and spat on uh, and just treated really badly so anyways hand him over to Pilate are you the king of the Jews asked Pilate you have said so Jesus replied the chief priests accused him of many things so again Pilate asked them are you going to answer see how many things they are accusing you of but Jesus still made no reply because he's the lamb led to slaughter and Pilate was amazed now it was the custom at the festival to release a prisoner to whom the people rest requested a man called Barabbas was in prison with the insurrectionists who had committed murder in the uprising the crowd came up and asked Pilate to do for them what he usually did you want me to release you to king of the Jews asked Pilate knowing was out of self interest that the chief priest had handed Jesus over to him but the chief priest stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release Barabbas instead what shall I do then with the one you call the king of the Jews Jesus asked them Crucify him, they shouted. Why? What crime has he committed? asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, Crucify him, crucify him, crucify him, which is what you think people did in that scenario. Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed over to be crucified. Flogged, you know, hit with the thing and tearing the skin and all that terrible stuff. Um, you know, uh, this is one of those moments where Jesus could have fought for himself or tried to get out of it or uh, plead for mercy or any of that stuff, and he doesn't do any of that because he has come to lay down his life. Which uh, is one of those crazy things, man. Uh, just how good Jesus is that he came to lay down his life. Um, so... Um, you know what's our response to Jesus it's always comes to stuff like that you know how are we going to respond to him in this life um, what he's given for us uh, what he had to go through uh, there's this uh, cool I'll never forget it I was at Centrifuge uh, and somebody did a skit uh, and they it's it's this scene you know they uh, bring out the person who's Jesus, um, 
the people in the crowd pop up and start saying, crucify him, crucify him. They're yelling it out. They're screaming it out. Uh, and then the Jesus character uh, looks up and he says, uh, you're not worth it. And he walks away. Here's the thing. We're not worth it. He didn't die for perfect people. You know, he died for people who fail. The sin of the entire world is about to be poured on top of him. So he didn't die for a bunch of people who were great. He died for people who fail. Uh, Often. Uh, So much so that sin can be poured on top of him. That's how much sin there is. Uh, which is a lot of sin, by the way. Um, and, you know, he gave his life. That's the thing, you know. Um, and, he, you know, he's going to r- rise again. Uh, he doesn't stay dead. Uh, there's things about the Jesus story that you can't earn it. You don't do it on your own. You know, it's, it's a gift. Um, you can't earn it. You can't work hard enough for it. He's just so good. There's no other way to say it. He's just so good. Um, So that's where we'll leave it today uh, on the condition of Jesus and how good he is. Um, I hope you're well wherever you are. I hope uh, this is encouraging you. This is the end of the old broadcast.